the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of Eye on Real Estate, sponsored by Hempleaf. We won't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. This is Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back, and I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to be back to our second half of the show. And we're so lucky to have Francis Gallagher. Okay, he is the CEO and publisher of Global Travel. And uh, his lifelong dream was fulfilled when he settled into his true calling, owning and running Global Traveler, the only AAM audited monthly magazine for the business and luxury traveler. So, Francis, we're thrilled that you could make it, and you're thrilled that you're on our show. And I have just so many questions to ask you. Um, Great, Dottie. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, good, 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 good. So let's let me ask you with a, a simple question. I mean, look, you know, a, a couple of years ago, I mean, nobody would even get on a plane, and so now uh, it looks like you know planes are crazy, and there's delays, and there's this. But who is the leading? Who is leading the return to business travel, not luxury travel, business travel? Because you know, with the pandemic, all the business travel came to an end. That's absolutely correct, Dottie. And uh, what we found is it's the smaller company. It's the entrepreneur. It's people that have, uh, you know, very few employees. They, they are able to make decisions to get right out there and travel and meet with their clients. Larger companies uh, are still holding back. Um, their employees are not back at the office all the time. You're lucky if they're back one day a week. Uh, I was just in New York, and you can see it in New York. They're just not all back yet. So it's really that small uh, entrepreneurial traveler. And American Airlines is pivoting their focus to go after this traveler, to speak to the traveler, the business traveler, one-on-one, because that's what they want. They want a relationship with the airline. And relationships are so important. And as you said, they're having a hard time getting people back. I understand the millennials want a three-day work week. Uh, and I tell them, hey, listen, if you could work three days a week and uh, make the same money that we did working seven days and seven nights, well, I guess that we were stupid, okay? But It's um, really tough for people who are traveling and trying to meet people because you're right. Maybe they're back three days a week and working from home the other days. And, uh, you know, those three days, they're concentrating on work relationships, not outside relationships. So it's very, very difficult for people who travel and want to meet someone and discuss business when, you know, they're not there and not available. Okay, so now, 
new business classes. What's happened to British Airways and Swiss and Lufthansa? Like, what's happened to those airlines? Well, they're great airlines. You know, Lufthansa is a fantastic airline. British Airways has always been a leader. Swiss, you know, years and years ago, that's all people spoke about. But you hardly ever hear anything about them anymore. They're still great airlines, but they've lost kind of their perception. Uh, whereas you have people like Air France, who just launched a business class, and it's uh, already in New York. It's going to be coming out to uh, the West Coast by the second quarter. Um, so it, it's it's whole, this whole sense of being, and, and when they do surveys about airlines, these major carriers that have been around for years are well-known, but the anticipation now is turning toward people like Turkish Airlines, Emirates, and Qatar, versus British Airways, Lufthansa, and Swiss, the traditional airlines. Well, let me say this to you. I uh, had an opportunity, this was before the pandemic, to have um, a free trip with all expenses paid uh, to the Emirates. And uh, Mm -hmm. they had a conference, and they invited global leaders, and they invited Nobel Prize winners, and business people from all over the world. And um, I, <laughs> well, so, and, and I, I, I traveled on, on some of the, air, you know, the, their airlines. And I noticed that, you know, and I had friends that were, worked for in the day when Pan Am was Pan Am and it was the airlines if I go back. Um, mm-hmm. and, they, and I remember that they had to weigh in every month. They had to look so perfect. They had to speak a language. And sometimes when you get into the airlines today and you see, you know, what you kind of look at the, I'm not making a dig on flight attendants. I have good friends that are still flight attendants. But, you know, the, it seems like it's it's gone down, you know, it's kind of gotten loose. And, uh, you know, I remember the days when to travel people got dressed and wore suits. So what, yeah, what no, do you think still, the future? We still have that. We still have that criteria in our handbook that you have to look smart when you travel. Um, you know, I, I, I don't want to get in trouble with, with flight attendants, but uh, that job initially, uh, the job initially was for a couple years, and it's just now extended to a lifelong job. Uh, you know, over in the UAE and other parts of the world, uh, they have people that are dying for these jobs from other countries. They, they can't get great jobs where they're from. So you have this very diverse workforce, which is terrific, uh, and they and they really work hard. Uh, but you know, I, I think the uh, U.S. flight attendants are doing a great job. I know United is is really doing a great job with their training. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the United Aviate program, but that is a way to get uh, new pilots into the system. There's a horrific uh, void of pilots across not just the United States, but the entire country, and the reason is. Military, we don't have as many military pilots. That's where our commercial pilots used to come from. Right. So United, United has created this Aviate program, which is for basically to promote uh, pilot training amongst women and people of color. And they've worked with their partner at Chase, J.P. Morgan Chase. They have the credit cards for United, and they've offered scholarships because it's very expensive to become a pilot. So there's a there's an aviation school they started in Arizona. And it's this brilliant idea of filling a need with something good. And that's what United has been doing, I think, for the last couple of years. That's great, because I, I, I traveled to the, uh, 
to Abu Dhabi with they had the Festival of Thinkers, and it, it was mm -hmm. on them. So I went on Emirates, and mm -hmm. you know I, I haven't been there for a while, but it was like. A unique experience, and the flight attendants were absolutely beautiful. And you know, you know, they had to wear a little veil over their eyes, but you know, well, I mean, it was just the great airlines. And so, you know, I, you know, do you see that airlines are really, you know, I guess competition is good, okay? But yeah, then I, 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 I think it is good. I think it is good, and you're going to see competition amongst destinations that we never thought of going uh, to before. For example, Saudi Arabia. They've totally loosened up their uh, hard line on women. They don't have to wear the, the head covering unless they want to. Um, they're, they're creating women entrepreneurs there, and they're developing these mega resorts along the Red Sea, which will attract people from all over the world. Of course, you can't drink there yet, but I, I suspect that's coming down the road. Yeah, I have my assistant. He's 30 years old, and he uh, just came back from Saudi Arabia. And he said that they were great, the people were great, and, and things of that nature. But when I went to Abu Dhabi, not to, I went to Dubai also, but when I was in Abu Dhabi, I had to wear a, a burqa, and everything was separate. There was the women's college, the men's college, and it was, you know, very, very different. Uh, but their airlines, the Emirates, I mean, you know, was, was great. I mean, it was a, a great flight. Uh, so some of these destinations like Saudi Arabia, where people might have been a bit, a bit nervous to go to, mm -hmm. are, are really good to go to now and safe. Um, yeah. The, what the f you know, you can't, you can't say anywhere is 100% safe, right? Uh, but uh, I've been to Saudi. It's been many, many years ago. Uh, they treated me very well. But my uh, advertising manager just went over there, Haley Fogarty. She just was there. Uh, six months ago, and she's a young lady, and they treated her very well, and, you know, it's changed the perception of, uh, you know, what we traditionally think of uh, Saudi Arabia. But, of course, the UAE, you're talking about Abu Dhabi and Dubai, totally different. Um, you know, we went there. I took my wife over there uh, like four years ago, and she's still going there. I had a perception of, you know, can we do this? Can we do that? And, of course, you right. can do everything there. <laughs> it's nonstop, you know. They have a lot of fun over there. It's a, it's a great area. Yeah, they do. So now what's going on with Florida? It seems like everyone's going there. Everyone's going to Florida. I have a lot of friends. I, I bought a house here. Uh, I've had a couple houses over the years, but I, had a, I bought a house in 2018, so ahead of the curve in Sarasota. That's where I am right now, as a matter of fact. And then we have an office in Pennsylvania, uh, Bucks County, only an hour from New York. By the way, I feel like I'm a New Yorker, Dottie. I spent, I lived, <laughs> yes, you're laughing, I know. I worked in New York for 20 years. I commuted every day from Trenton, New Jersey to New York. I went in, uh, I was there 9-11. I went in the next day after 9-11 because I felt like I, I owed it to New York. And I feel very at home at New York. And I was just there. And, and uh, I walked uh, late at night all around. It was a beautiful crisp night. And it was beautiful and everything's fine. So I don't know. All the stories here about New York, put them aside. However... We have seen a mass exodus, and I think it's mainly yes. because of COVID, right? Everybody got out of Pennsylvania, New York, Connecticut, New Jersey, and they all came down here and drove the uh, housing market upside down. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of them really like it down here. I have a friend who moved well, his whole family. We, we were quite shocked. You know, he uprooted his whole family from Pennsylvania and moved them all down to uh, Cape Coral and is loving it. 
Well, let me tell you this story. You know, when I was younger, I thought of Florida as like, forget about it. You couldn't pay me to go there. I had this perception that when anybody got old, that's where they went. I loved California and things of that nature, but I was like, forget Florida. Like, it's fine for a week or so to get out of the cold. But, and now, um, I've been in Florida for a couple of weeks. Uh, we have offices, Douglas Ellen offices here. And gosh, I must run into every New Yorker I know, and especially during the pandemic, because mm-hmm. during the pandemic, New York was much stricter when it came to you know, restrictions. And when Correct. I got to Florida, and I was in New York, and if your mother was in a building and she was sick, you probably you couldn't get to see her. They were very strict, mm-hmm. and rightfully right. so, the density. When I got to Florida during the, I think it was 2020 at the pandemic, the start of it, oh, I saw people at bars, they were having drinks. I said, oh, my God, what country am I in? So, um, you know, and, and, and again, I think that people, as they get older, went there. But also the taxes here are, are more favorable. They have the homestead. Mm-hmm. So um, I see a lot of people. But I always say, hey, you know what? There is no place like New York City. I don't care what you I say. Agree. Okay. I mean, you the know, restaurants, come on. The best food in the world is in New York. I don't care what anybody tells you. The best fresh seafood is in New York. It's not in Florida. No. <laughs> it's and in New York. They, they have all these New York restaurants coming to Florida. And I say, you know, right. where can you go where you can see the the cowboy that dresses in gold, he has no clothes exactly. on walking around. And you just see whatever, nobody cares, anything goes, okay? Every walk of life lives next door to each other, and it somehow works. And so I always tell people you can learn a lesson by New York because New York City, really, everybody and everything and every religion, every color lives there. And, of course, it's a, a vertical city, so, you know, you're walking. And there's just no quite place like it because it's accepting really of everybody, okay? And sure. nothing yeah. would look odd. I mean, you know, you could you could do anything. Everybody gets gonna... along. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So it's a great. And you know what else is great, Dottie, is what they've done to LaGuardia. Um, I hadn't been to LaGuardia for years. I flew in. Uh, I've flown in there twice in the last month. It's a beautiful airport. What happened? <laughs> it used to be, I used to be scared when I went to LaGuardia. Now I want to stay there. Uh, it's yeah. only, listen, I've made it into Manhattan from LaGuardia in like 15 minutes. It's a, it's a wonderful airport. It's, it's close to the city. You can come in and out. You can do your thing. And then I flew uh, into Tampa down here. That's another great airport. Close, we park right. right at the airport and you go right in the terminal and the parking's inexpensive and everything works there. Yeah, and Tampa was just listed as one of the top cities to go to, our most popular cities to go to, uh, for many reasons. I mean, actually, a lot of them came up in Florida. Uh, it seems like, you know, I think a lot of people want to get out of the cold. And uh, I, all I can say is I love New York. I have no intentions of uh, becoming a Florida resident, even though I like Florida. I, and I have a lot of friends here. Uh, but there's something like unique about New York that I think you know you just don't find anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. Anywhere else. And I don't so, particularly like the, the, the New Yorkers and Pennsylvanians to come down and and say, "Oh, how you doing up there? How's the weather?" It's like, okay, all right, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Although I have to tell you, traffic I think got worse after the pandemic. So tell us about your the, the magazine. Tell us how do we get that. Where do you, you know, do, how do you subscribe to it? 
what kind sure. of things do you talk about? Because, you know, look, you want to, I always say, look, when you want to find out, go and look at what the rich and famous do. And, and you, know, if, you know, if they're doing it, it's probably a good thing. What, yeah, how do people get involved and what do you talk about mainly and how do people uh, subscribe to it or uh, get sure. to it? So the, so the magazine is Global Traveler and you can go to our website, which is globaltravelerusa.com. Uh, and subscribe there. And we uh, cover destinations. We're very big on covering destinations all over the world, um, unique and up-and-coming destinations, and also your, your regular travel destinations like Paris and Rome and so forth. We do a lot of surveys of our readers, the best of the best. We have award ceremonies. We have four or five award ceremonies every year. We have other brands. We have Trazzy Travel, uh, which is for the millennial audience. And then we have Wherever Family, wherefamily.com, which is for the family travelers. So we really cover the travel market. Um, and we do have our next event, it looks like it's going to be in Washington, D.C. Hope you can make it. It's going to be at the Kimpton Monaco, and that will be for the Wherever Family Awards. And that brings me back to some of the trends in travel again, Dottie. Family travel. Uh, all of a sudden, we have people who are jumping right into the front here, and I hate to say it's American Airlines again, but they have decided to really cater toward the family traveler, make sure that family travelers are able to sit together, enjoy their trip, and they always seem to be finding a way to make it a little bit easier for those that travel. That's wonderful. And I think that, you know, being, you know, with the pandemic, I think everybody knows things that we just took for granted. Uh, we don't take for granted anymore. And so everyone is, uh, you know, all my friends, we're all, everyone's traveling. And mm-hmm. I like to know about places that people don't know. So if they want to find destinations that are good, because again, if you're going with a family, you want to find a place, a uh, destination that your whole family can enjoy. Um, if you're right, going, we, cover, we cover everything from uh, your typical White picket fence family, which would be, you know, mom, dad, kids, to couples going together. Multi-generational travel is big. I know that we we had uh, cruising on there. Um, You know, we're doing a river cruise with Ama Waterways October 8th. Anyone who wants to join us. Okay, wait. So now with the river cruise, explain that. So so where are you going and how do you get, get this? You're going on luxury cruising? Yeah, Ama Waterways is uh, is a river cruise company. It's owned by a uh, husband and wife team, Christine and Rudy. Uh, he's really the godfather of river cruising. And uh, we're going to be cruising uh, through uh, uh, Bavaria. We leave on the 8th of October, and we'll be hitting all these uh, smaller uh, areas in Austria and ending up in uh, Budapest. And wow. so it offers you a great, yeah, it's a great opportunity. Every day it's a different city. You can get off and walk. You can hike. You can, you can take a bike. You can take a tour. You can leisurely walk around the city and enjoy the cafes. We're going to have Oktoberfest when we kick off the cruise. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I just did one uh, in November, and that was uh, through Luxembourg and uh uh, Bavaria, and we that was our first river cruise, and we enjoyed it. Well, had a great time. Francis, thank you so much. I hope you'll come on again, and I'm going to your website, and I am going to sign up. Okay? Uh, don't forget, we'll post all the information if you didn't get a chance to write it down or we're driving so that you can sign up uh, for Global Traveler. It's a great magazine. Be right back. 
after this one commercial break. Marketing your business is hard. It's so competitive, and getting new customers is as hard as keeping your existing ones. We know it because we're a local business, too. So when it comes to marketing your business and getting new customers, we know how to do it. Our digital marketing firm, Salem Surround, is built to create customized solutions to your business, not your competitors, just you. Reach out to us at SalemSurround.com, and we'll work with you to create those solutions that will increase your business and bring you new customers. SalemSurround.com. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. This is Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Element and host of Eye on Real Estate on AM 970, The Answer. Listen, I've just discovered a new line of skincare products that I have to tell you about. I've tried many products that have been on the market for many years. So that's why I'm so excited about Hemp Leaf. The Vanilla Passion Skin Cream is soft and the scent is very calming. The feel on my skin is just amazing. It's not greasy, it absorbs immediately, and I can feel my skin perking up as soon as I put it on. The black soap, while it might look less than inviting, was the most amazing surprise to me. It's smooth and creamy and makes my skin feel very soft and completely hydrated. I'm really looking forward to trying the rest of the product line and sharing my thoughts with you. I would never put anything on my body that I wouldn't put in it. So visit them at www.hemplotleaf, and let me spell that, it's H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F.com. That's www.hemplief.com. And, of course, if you enter my name, you'll get 10% off. I thought learning a language would be too much work, but Babbel makes learning fun. J'aime Babel. Babbel's lessons only take 10 or 15 minutes, and soon you turn and realize, hey, I'm starting to speak another language. How'd that happen? Babbel isn't robots talking. You learn words and phrases from real native speakers. I was ready for real-life conversations in just a few weeks. So easy. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to Ion Real Estate. And we had a great first half of the show. And um, 
We have a special guest coming on, so he should be on sh shortly, and it'll be about how to declutter your house. Okay? Because uh, I think, you know, people don't realize how much we collect. Go sell your house and look at all you collect uh, and all the things that you have. Okay? Okay, so we have our guest. Are you here? Oh, good morning or good afternoon. How are you? I yeah. am so anxious to hear you about decluttering. <laughs> I'm here, and I'm delighted to be here with you. So tell us. I mean, look, we all, as I said, try and, especially if you're selling a house and you realize over the years how much you really, really, you know, get, you, you accumulate. And Andrew... By the way, you are an organizational expert, right? And, and you're known as one of the most organized men in America. Now, that's a pretty stiff, big title to hold up to, okay? Yes. You're a public speaker, and you're the author of Unstuff Your Life, Kick the Clutter Habit, and Completely Organize Your Life. And, you know, let me just tell you this. I live kind of a chaotic life, so when I come home, I can't have clutter. I need order. Okay, mm -hmm. but organizing is not so easy. So how did you start this and like what made you start this? And what are some of the big tips that you can tell people or how they get your books? Because it is, first of all, a much easier way to live. And second of all, for those who are selling a house, gosh, if I cannot tell you how much more money you'll get if you unclutter your house. And I uh, sometimes, sometimes walk into houses and you can't even see so give us a little about how you got involved with this and what are some of the tips that you can give us? Sure. Well, let's start with uh, how I started doing this work 27 years ago. I was laid off from a theater in Seattle, Washington, and I came back east uh, to co-produce an award ceremony at the Kennedy Center. One of our awardees was a Nobel Peace Prize winner based in New York, where I was going to be moving back. And in the process of pulling together photographs, for, to put together a slideshow for when he came up to collect his award, he right. and his wife asked me if I would like to organize their photographs for them. So that was the beginning of this work. And although I never went to work for him, he kept putting me off in that way that people, you know, like uh, people who clean before the housekeeper shows up, they were never quite ready to, to proceed but uh, we kept rescheduling and rescheduling. And while we were rescheduling, I told everybody, I've got this amazing gig. I'm going to create a comprehensive archive for a Nobel Peace Prize. That led to other people referring me to, to folks who need organizing work. And that's how the work began. It was all word of mouth and uh, starting with a filing system for an accountant. The accountant referred me to clients of hers. People would show up on my doorstep literally with a duffel bag full of receipts. I have letters in here from the IRS. I haven't filed my taxes in five years. I don't want to go to jail. Can you make sense out of this paperwork for me? So I would organize their files. I'd give it to the accountant. The accountant would file their taxes, and they would tell all their friends, you'll never believe I gave this guy a pile of garbage. He turned it into my tax returns. He's a genius. And they would say, I need somebody just like that. How do I get a hold of this guy? That's how my practice began 27 years ago. Wow. That's a great yeah. story. Yeah, but that oh, yeah. is true. No, I mean, I, 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 uh, I, you know, I, I sometimes with papers and stuff. If I, if I don't right away file it or something, you know, then you have to look for it, find it, and you know, it's really a problem. So what, 
What do you recommend? I mean, does somebody can somebody hire you to do do that for them? And when you're talking about decluttering and things of that nature, we're talking about organizing everything in your life or everything in your home or just everything. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's start with the organizational triangle. And of course, people can contact me, uh, you know, at andrewmellon.com, M-E-L-L-E-N.com. And I certainly still work with private clients and we have a, a variety of online live programs and uh, classes and courses that people can take if they want to want to get uh, better organized and they want some help uh, professionally to do that. Let's talk about organizational triangle, which are really the only three rules you need to know to get and stay organized. The first two legs of the triangle. I think we lost you. Uh, so, wait, 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 wait. You have to start over again. We lost you for a second there. So just go back to the, you know, how you started. So you, because we lost so, the list. The, organi- the organizational triangle, one home forever was like. Yeah, we were having some trouble understanding uh, some technical difficulty. Uh, but a- Andrew Mellon really is an expert in organization and uh, he really organizes. I mean, I want him to do some organizational work for me because I have stuff, you know, I'm pretty organized. Uh, But when it comes to all my paperwork and years of different speeches I wrote and different things, I start filing it and then I build it up again and then I have to start filing it again. And uh, sometimes it's a mad rush to find things. So, and I cannot. Because I really feel like I live in a chaotic world. So when I come home, I don't want to come home to something that's kind of like a, a stuff all over the place. It would drive me insane. Yeah. Okay, Andrew, we-, we lost you somehow. Okay, but that's... Uh, so let's pick it up from... You say you do work with some people. Andrew, Mellon, they can go to your website. Uh, yeah. If. Okay, they can go, so they just go to Andrew Mellon? AndrewMellon.com, M-E-L-L-E-N, yes. Okay, and then there's some things that they can learn or courses they can take. Uh, and yeah. what, what, so what services do you render besides for that? Like, do you actually go to, could you have a crew that would go to somebody's property, house? Um, oh, is sure, it just yeah, I mean, I've, I've, yeah, I've, I mean, I've been doing this work for 27 years, so I can help people <laughs> solve any problem that they have at their home or their office. I mean, my, my clients include, in addition to people in their homes, my clients include Goldman Sachs, American Express, the Metropolitan Museum of Art, the New York Mets baseball team. So I've, wow. I've been doing this work for a while. That's why they call me the most organized man in America. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. It really is. Yeah. I mean... So what are some of the simple rules that you would recommend that where you know people like start? I mean because when you're talking about organization you can be talking about a host of things. I mean, are people are organized in their life or is their calendar organized? Is their home organized? Do they have their paperwork organized? Uh, so you would cover a gamut of it. In other words, it says Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and again, as I was as I was saying before before the call dropped, right? If 
we have the organizational triangle. If everything has a home, it doesn't matter necessarily where the home is. So where you keep your keys can be right. different from where I would keep my keys. But your keys have a home. My keys have a home. If we put everything in its home, it can only ever be one of two places at a time. It's either in our hands being used or it's in its home waiting to be used. If you apply that rule, you can find anything in 30 seconds or less. Oh, my gosh. Like like with like means that we put all like objects together instead of just putting some of them together. And the perfect example of that is the tools. Instead of keeping most of the tools in the toolbox, but keeping the flathead screwdriver in the junk drawer in the kitchen, if you keep all the tools together, you only have to go one place to find a tool when you need a tool. The problem happens when people try to put things in different places and separate siblings from each other. Then you go to the toolbox looking for the flathead screwdriver. When you don't find it, you might even run out to the hardware store and buy another one. Three weeks later, as you're digging through the junk drawer, you find the flathead screwdriver. And I promise you that the first thought is not going to be, aha, there's the screwdriver. The first thought's going to be, who's the bozo who left this here instead of putting it back in the, in the toolbox? Your second thought will be, oh, wait, that was me. This was my great idea because I didn't want to have to go all the way out to the toolbox to get that screwdriver. Probably tell yourself under lies that the average adult will tell themselves in a day, which is, now that I have found this, I will never forget that this was my special place to put it. And again, in 30 seconds, you will have forgotten that. And you'll, the cycle will repeat itself over and over again instead of just putting everything in one home. Oh, that's that's really amazing. So, do you find that there is anything like that stands out that that again with companies, you know, and I work for a big company. I mean, we try to be as organized as we can, you know, and have filings and this and that. But sometimes there's so many files and this and that that it's hard to even figure out what's what. But do you find there's anything in particular that more people need help in than other that like that is there is it usually just paperwork is it is it how they organize well, paper, their things? yeah papers are one of the things that confound people personally and professionally nobody wants to make a mistake and get rid of the wrong paper and people are often confused they don't have a functional file system uh, and can you yeah it. that wait andrew that is so important and i don't want to get interrupted in the middle of this commercial break so i'd love for you to talk about that i just want to get this breakthrough so that everybody can really hear this because i think we all have a problem with paperwork we'll be right back with the most uncluttered and organized man in the in America. Dennis Prager here, Sue and I mean it. Dogs are part of our family. We love Otto and Snoopy so much, there's nothing quite like their loyal companionship. So we provide them with rough greens. In fact, I just talked to my wife about it because we want them to be healthy and we want them to be with us as long as possible. That's true. I know Sebastian Gorka feels the same way. The Pragers and I couldn't agree more. Our pups, Killian and Leia, rely on us to provide what's best for them. And naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black has packed rough greens full of vitamins 
vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, omega oils, and more that supplement their food in a way that has shown us great results. Trying out Rough Greens is an easy yes, recommended by me, Dr. G. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black here, and I'm so proud that the Pragers and Sebastian Gorka have entrusted their dog's health to Rough Greens. I'm so confident that Rough Greens can help your dog. I'm offering you a free Jumpstart trial bag. Just cover the shipping. Yes, your dog's food is dead food, but you can bring it back to life with Rough Greens. Go to ruffgreens.com. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. This is Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, host of Ion Real Estate on AM 970, The Answer. Listen, I just discovered a new line of skincare products that I have to tell you about. I've tried many products that have been on the market for many years. So that's why I'm so excited about Hemp Leaf. The Vanilla Passion Skin Cream is soft and the scent is very calming. The feel on my skin, well, it's just amazing. It's not at all greasy and I can feel my skin perking up. The Black Soap, while it may look less than inviting, was the most amazing surprise. It's smooth and creamy and makes my skin feel soft and hydrated. I'm really looking forward to trying the rest of the product line and sharing my thoughts with you. I would never put anything on my body that I wouldn't put in it. Visit us at www.hempleaf, that's www.hempleaf.com. That's www.hempleaf.com. And if you enter the word Dottie at the checkout, you'll receive a 10% discount. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back and we are thrilled and lucky to have, we're on with Andrew Mellon, an organizational expert known as the most organized man in America. He's a public speaker and the author of Unstuff Your Life, Kick the Clutter Habit, and Completely Organize Your Life for Good. And I have to tell you, most <laughs> of us need that, okay? So let me ask you something. Well, so I understand how you became the most organized man in America. How did you decide to be, so you decide to build a business out of that? So, well, for me, I mean, the goal was really to help as many people as quickly as possible. And it became clear early on that uh, one-to-one was not the, was not the quickest and most powerful way to reach many people. It's why I wrote the book. It's why I've created these online programs, because one-to-many 
it, it, it's the same hour of my time. I mean, you know this. We all, anybody who's running a business or works in a business knows that one-to-one is not scalable. One-to-many is scalable. And so right. to put the skills in as many people's hands as possible, because, I mean, going back to the idea of hiring me, I'm happy to take private clients, and there's a limit to how many private clients I can work with. Exactly. But I can literally help thousands and thousands of people to declutter their lives, to simplify their lives through my live coached programs. Nothing is drip delivered. So it's not, it's not an online class that you have to find the motivation for. Everything is taught live by me or by one of my trained coaches. And we, we provide multiple layers of accountability because again, for people who are disorganized and are easily uh, confused and uh, tend towards procrastination, motivation and accountability are the things that are missing. It's very easy. You know, you were talking at the beginning of the show, at the beginning of our, of our conversation. You come home, you need your house to be organized because you're tired, you've had a rough day out in the city, and the last thing you need is more clutter at home. And many people, when they get home, are confronted by the same amount of chaos at home as they as they had on the subway or on the street and they're they're exhausted they're a little cranky they're tired and the impulse is i'll just drop this and i'll come back to this i'm making air quotes later when i have more time or more energy i'll deal with this later but the reality is there is no later now is the only moment when you can actually affect change in your life so we tell ourselves the story, I'll do it later, but the reality is we're just deferring decision and we're creating more clutter for ourselves in the future. So how do people find you? Like, so they can listen. I mean, yeah. you- they, they, I've got a podcast called The Declutter Your Life Show. Again, if you go to my website, andrewmellon.com, M-E-L-L-E-N, Dot com. You'll find you'll find the podcast there. You'll find my books there. I'm coming out with my third book uh, in another month. Uh, what is it? I'm busy. It's called I'm <laughs> busy. <laughs> love it. I love it. Because, again, you know, the, the so many of the things that keep us disorganized also keep us it, managing our time poorly. We all get the same 24 hours in a day. How we choose to use those 24 hours is completely up to us. And so many people default to this position of, oh, I would so do it, I'm just so busy. And the reality is that, you know, whether you're Martha Stewart or uh, Steve Jobs or um, Richard Branson or a stay-at-home parent in, uh, you know, in Queens, you've got the same 24 hours. How you use that time is completely up to you. So let me ask you that, Andrew, uh, is the problem when it comes to clutter, is this an issue that stems from somebody's mindset or is it, uh, well, of course, people will say they're busy or it's just kind of, you know, you put stuff down and you just don't take the time to, like you said, I think that, because I think we all do that, you know, there's, you know, you know, we might have a file for something and then we're in a rush and we put something down and then we put another thing down. Is it a mindset or do you... It's primarily mindset, yeah. Because, I mean, if you think about it, it's the same time. Just like buying something on time, right? They offer you maybe 60 days, 90 days interest-free if you pay it off. 
If you don't, you pay all of the interest that was deferred, plus possibly a penalty. So it always seems like it's going to be uh, cheaper up front. But the reality is that if you if you aren't organized and you aren't planned, it will bite you in the behind when the bill comes due. It's the same thing with our our stuff and our time. If you walk in the door, you tell yourself, I'm too tired to hang up my coat. I'll hang it up later when I, you know, after I've had a, 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 a drink or I've had a chance, you know, a bite to eat or I've had a few minutes to just relax. And then you keep walking past the coat. You don't hang it up. The, it, the same 15 seconds it would take you to hang up the coat or put your keys on the hook or put them in the dish or put your mobile phone where your mobile phone goes it will cost you 30 seconds or 45 seconds or possibly several minutes to go looking for the thing later rather than spending the few seconds up front to put it away in the moment. So it is mostly a mindset thing. And once you, once you can get clear on that, that it's going to cost you the same amount of time, you might as well do it now rather than doing it later. That's where the shift begins, right? Because Anybody can talk themselves in or out of anything. Yeah, right. So, does it, but like, first of all, I don't want to. There's a difference. I mean, I'm sure most of us have seen that the shows where they have those hoarders, which like are hard sure. for me to even sure. believe. Now, that's really right. an extreme, and so I I don't even want to necessarily go there. But the average person, uh, all of us. We do have some clutter, and we do sometimes uh, have papers all over. We can't find them. And I know in the real estate business, clutter impacts the value of your home. Of course. Of course. I mean, mean, you can't show the house. Nobody wants to walk in a house. I mean, whether you hire a professional stager or you do it yourself with your realtor, um, you, the whole thing is about neutralizing your home so somebody walks into your home and, and can see themselves living there. They don't see you living there. They see themselves living there. So it has to be a neutral palette. And all of those things that are special to you that come loaded with story are of zero interest to your potential buyers. They don't, they don't want to see your tchotchkes. They don't want to see your collectibles. None they of don't want to see the magnets with your kids' homework and A's on your refrigerator all. with all papers. All. Okay, and I always see that there's magnets all over and papers hung up. And I'm like, get them off, okay? Yeah. So let me ask you, like now it sounds like you're, you make it sound simple, but if you are not in that habit, okay, of, of really being organized, you know, does it take, I would imagine it, it takes a while to get into the habit. Would I be wrong? Well, I mean, I, I mean, for it to become a habit, perhaps. But the reality is that if we, if we look at Newton's without getting a little too wonky, right? Like if we look at Newton's second law of motion, a body at rest tends to stay at rest. A body in motion tends to stay in motion. If you move a muscle, if you just get up and walk across the room and hang up your coat or put your keys away or put your mobile phone in a, in a dish so that you can find it instead of leaving it on the sofa where it can fall between the cushions, any one of those little behaviors will get you into motion. And from there, it is very simple and relatively easy to continue the process. Just by putting things away 
you are saving yourself a tremendous amount of time and and failure breeds failure in the same way success breeds success so if you have a little success that will move you forward just as quickly as a failure will encourage you to just sit on the sofa feel sorry for yourself and do nothing to make any changes so i tell people instead of setting yourself up for failure by saying uh, it's Saturday morning. I'm going to organize the garage or I'm going to organize the family room or I'm going to organize the closet. Just say I'm going to organize for 15 minutes and make working uninterrupted for 15 minutes your goal. Set a timer. The timer is crucial so that you're not having to keep score on what you're doing. Set the timer for 15 minutes. Work uninterrupted for 15 minutes. If you come across things that need to be relocated someplace else in your home, just set them by the door of the room that you're in. Don't run them to the other place in your home. Stay focused where you are and work in an uninterrupted block of time. When that timer goes off, you will build both self-esteem and an awareness of Oh, my God, I worked uninterrupted for 15 minutes. I didn't think I was going to be able to do this for five minutes. I actually did it for 15 minutes. I'm going to set the timer for another 15 minutes, and I'm going to keep going so that we shift our attention from instead of working for this narrative or word-based goal, finished. Nobody knows what finished is until you're finished. Instead of doing that, say I'm going to work for 15 minutes. Say, if you only have 10 minutes, I'm going to work for 10 minutes. Then set the timer. When the timer goes off, you did what you said you were going to do. You won. And that will build momentum. So literally, Dottie, all we need is 5, 10, or 15 minutes and a timer, and you will get yourself started. Well, Andrew, you I hope you come on again because there was a lot more I have to ask you. And I will be buying your book, even though I'm fairly organized. I could be more organized. Okay, thank you so much. And I would recommend there isn't anybody that couldn't use a little help in organization. So you'll want to get this the books and go to Andrew Mellon's site. Okay, it was a great show. Great to be on it. I love doing this show. And um, have a safe, happy, and healthy weekend. We'll be back next week. The preceding hour of programming paid for by DTHY Realty Incorporated. Portions of Eye on Real Estate sponsored by Hempleaf. We won't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.